the college experience, Michigan Wolverine, 2020 college football preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by my You're listening to our 2020 college preview series, where we break down every single division one college football team. When betting on college football, make sure you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus for up to a thousand dollars. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's BetQL.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience, Michigan Wolverine. Quick, do your best, Anthony Carter announcer. What's that? What's the announcer's name again? Uh, <laughs> now I got a legendary point. name. Uh, oh, he talks like this. Ah, Ed Carter into the end zone. <laughs> <game when> Michigan <laughs> wins. Just smoked 500 packs of cigarettes before the uh, the start of the game. Well, I know this Ufer, guy's name. Bob Ufer. Yeah, Bob Ufer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Chris Carter's no, gone. Anthony Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. Anthony Carter. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, pal? Yeah, Chris Carter, Ohio State. Bad error yeah. off the top yeah. here. Apologies, Michigan fans. But and if you're wondering who that is, that is the former former James Madison defensive back, my co-host. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, and if you're wondering who I am, my name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee, and we are here to break down the Michigan Wolverine 2020 football season. Patty C, how are you? I'm good, and uh, you know, I kind of just made a Freudian slip there, perhaps on accident, which I feel like most Michigan fans would do the same. You know, when Ohio State has dominated this series for as long as they have, you know. It's got to be in their head. I still want a better. I, I want a better challenge on that. Uh, on that fourth and one, was it? I would like that too. I don't think he got it. Unfortunately, you think he got it? We're talking about years ago now. You think he got it? I don't think he got it. I don't think he got it either. Yeah, but it is what it is. And if if some butts are candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas 
every day of the year. I can tell you this. Yeah. You're a Michigan fan. I one, do like one of Michigan. your closet teams. I'm pretty out there with it. I like Michigan. I, you have looking at this team from last year. First off, I mean, can we pull up the win total from a season ago? Nine and four. Oh, and the uh, win totals. Yeah. Let yeah. Me get, let me get that. Let's up. take a look at this. Ba, ba, ba. I'm going to guess off the top of my head that they did not hit for us. Cause I, I think it might've been at nine, nine and a half. Maybe I think I took the under actually. I think I probably hit, I think it was at 10. I feel like they're always a little bit misrepresentative of their skill. Michigan last year. I just had it one second ago. Um, had a 10 and a half and we all took the under and we all boom, all hit that one. 10 that and a half easy was pretty money. high. That was easy. Money. I feel like Michigan gets a little bit of the Duke basketball thing where the, the wind total is always a little higher than probably. it probably should be. Well, when you are the number one all-time winningest program in all of college football, people expect a little bit from you. Look, Bo Shat, how long, how long has Sean Beckler been dead for? Sean Beckler's been dead for a few years now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What was it? You know, he died on that, that tw- the eve of the 2007 game. I'm just saying this. Look, and I, I, I like Michigan. I'd love for them to beat Ohio State. I'd love for them to come up. But recently, I mean, we talked about this the other day. They haven't been very good from the skill positions. Notre Dame's even worse, I feel like. But I'm like, yeah, I Peoples mean, Jones, what a seventh round draft pick. I actually, I was surprised by that. I thought he'd go higher. Yeah. Um, who was the last like really good running back or wide receiver that jumped off screen to you? I mean, the last dude that legitimately to me, we're talking Braylon. Yeah, probably Braylon Edwards. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was a long time ago. Who was the little spot they had? Um. It was pretty good. I, I forget who he was a, a few years back. Uh, War number 21. Um, Are we talking wide receiver? Wide receiver. Back? Wide receiver. I'll have to think of it. Um, caught a big pass in that, um, like, uh, Notre Dame, Michigan under the lights game. Forget mm. who he was, but uh, he, 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 he An- was good. They had Anthony, wasn't it Avant or whatever? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, it wasn't Avant. Okay. Um, but. Um, I'll have to look him up. I mean, who's the last great running back? Honestly, that's what I was gonna say. Is Anthony Thomas was, was but I kind of thought say he was, was gonna be good. I, th- I kind of thought he was gonna be a bust. Yeah, I knew he was gonna be a bust. Bianca Watuka was the last one that was like, that's an NFL running back. Yeah, you that's know? a long time ago, dude. Yeah, what did he graduate? 96, 95, 96, 97, yeah. somewhere in there. Twenty five years, and you're wondering why they keep losing to Ohio State. They got a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're not bringing in talent yeah. like that. The, the stuff you guys used to have a lot of, yeah. you don't have anymore. There's no Bubba Paris walking through that door anymore. There's no more. Uh, who was one of the great linebackers? They, had, they used to have great linebackers too. Well, they had David a, West. I mean, they've had great defensive players. Not David West. Who am I years. thinking of those with the jets? David We're Harris. Okay. David Harris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they've had some cool names too. Victor Hobson. He was good. Uh, Ian gold, uh, Sam sword. It's like if this was a fucking medieval like uh, <laughs> video game, Michigan would be set. How has this team not been like? I got to be honest. When they first got Harbaugh, I thought that was it. They're going back to the promised land. Yeah. Now, a little bit of a skeptic. Look back at last season, and I see an overtime win against Army, where let's be honest, probably should have lost that game if their dude could make a field goal. And then, yeah, that's I true. mean, they do have a great, a couple of nice wins, but I'm saying. You should probably beat Iowa by more than seven in, in Ann Arbor. And then you lose to Penn state in a game that you Can't had your chances. Really 
blame Harbaugh for a close win against Iowa. I just feel like you got to win by more than seven against Iowa. Look at Iowa normally on the road. I feel like look what Ohio State did against Iowa and I mean I agree road and like we've gone over yeah, before. I was a team that's amazing at home. Yeah, not the best on the road. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're trying to get to like national championship level, you got to have a you got to pull away from Iowa a little more than that. Certainly something you'd expect Ohio State to do at home against Iowa. Um, Perfect example is this Iowa. Well, I guess Iowa at Penn State was a six-point game. Maybe I'm wrong about Iowa. Their, their defense keeps them in games. Yeah. So overall, I mean, they, you gotta love the ass whooping of Notre Dame. Yeah, you gotta love the second half against Penn State. Uh, they should have. I mean, they had their chances. Didn't the receiver drop them? Drop the, the ball in the end zone yeah. and tie it up. Um, with like, but what, you still lose to minutes. Ohio State at home by a big number. That can't happen. Yeah. Ohio state is just, I mean, it's so clear how much better athletes they have. How does Penn state, how does like some of these teams, like, I feel like Michigan state plays, no, maybe not. Some, some teams play Ohio state better than Michigan. That's true. Penn state plays definitely Penn state. Yeah. I would also argue that like probably some like Iowa plays. I think that's true. I mean, I, I think Ohio state's also slapped Michigan in pretty recent history. Uh, I think it was like 38, three or something. So Ohio state's going to get the best. I think Penn state has played them better over the past few years. Michigan played them close a couple times too under Harbaugh, but uh, they've it, gotten blown out more than they've played them close. Are you a counterfeit nine win team? If you need a double overtime to beat army <laughs> who went five and seven, by the way, five uh, and eight, I don't think so. I think army's army's a tough draw. The triple option always has an equalizing effect on things. You got a new offensive coordinator. You're, you're, you're doing a whole scale change of your system. Basically uh, kinks to work out. I think uh, it's not an ideal performance, but I actually give Michigan credit for pulling it out. Even if they did get lucky, I, I won't give them any credit for that one. <laughs> um, especially when, when you have four out of five offensive linemen go to the NFL. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to give them any credit. Yeah, there. maybe you're right. Yes. Yeah, your right. favoritism. And like I said, I want Michigan to be back. I want them to be top five. I really, truly want them to be top five. Yeah. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. I mean, outside of Ohio state, their two losses last year were huge, like road environment games at Wisconsin at Penn state. They got their ass kicked by Wisconsin. It was 35, nothing in that game. Yeah. They, they were getting steamrolled in that, that, uh, they were actually getting steamrolled by Penn state. What do they call that? Uh, that package. It's like, I forget what it's called. It's a super jumbo or it had some funny name, but Wisconsin, when they have a uh, eight offensive linemen on the field yeah. the same, and then yeah. an offensive lineman at fullback. Yeah. <laughs> and it's then, great. Yeah. It's great. Absolutely great. But uh, I mean, I don't know. And then they got crushed by Bama in the bowl game. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? Bama is on a different level and Bama was motivated after a disappointing. Uh, I, I don't know that this team is that good. Last year, last year. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that they were great. I don't know that they're terrible. I think they were pretty good. You know, I I think, you know, they got, they, they got to go to a different level if they want to improve. And obviously as good as Patterson was a five-star coming out of high school, army. I I was completely impressed with Patterson at Ole Miss. We were talking about this a little bit pre episode slinging the ball around. What happened? That's gotta be on Harbaugh's. 
All right, look, and I love Harbaugh. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pull up some stats that are gonna. Uh, well, I, I guess I don't know if they uh, contradict what you're saying here. In fact, I don't think they do because he through seven games had 2,300 or close to 2,300 passing yards as a sophomore at Ole Miss. And then through 13 games in both his junior and senior year managed 2,600 and 3,000. So while his yardage went up, his yards per game almost fell in half. I don't even care. This is like the LA Brady argument, which I know Michigan fans won't side with me. Or it's like Marino or no, it's like, it's like uh drew Brees against Steve young or something. Yeah. One person has the better stats, but one jumps off camera to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his completion percentage of senior year shows regression. 56.2%, uh, 23 touchdowns, to eight interceptions. It's just not where you had him projected. When Dude, he struggled him. in, uh, and, and especially like a year ago playing some teams, in 2018, but I'm saying I was never just, I, I, I thought this kid when he was at Ole Miss, I was like, Oh, and Harbaugh landed him. I was like, they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. Because I seen this kid at Ole Miss. He was nasty. Yeah. He could, he could run yeah. and he could gun. Um, certainly, you know, it was a change of pace, even though Harbaugh runs the West coast offense to an extent and likes to get his quarterbacks out on the perimeter running and making throws. Um, Michigan traditionally. And I think Harbaugh kind of went back to that a little bit. Certainly when they had luck uh, at Stanford, Harbaugh preferred a statue of a quarterback. That wasn't what uh, Patterson was. And it seemed like Michigan had to try and create a new offense and find new ways to move the ball with Patterson in there. Um, In fact, like even some of the other statues they'd had before, like uh, Wilton Spate seemed to have kind of similar production. I mean, I think they probably improved with, They've become uh, like Patterson. Iowa quarterbacks. Yeah. To me. Right. I'm starting with Rudock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, I'm going to go as old school. I mean, that's what Harbaugh is. He's big 10. He's Wisconsin. He's at Stanford. Though, Iowa. He had more dynamic. Even before luck, when he was starting like TC Ostrander, like they were, at least he was like athletic and like it, it opened. He would get a lot of big tight ends at Stanford. He had Sherman out. Richard Sherman was wide receiver when they beat USC. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Ty Montgomery at uh, Stanford was explosive yeah. as hell. If Michigan could get one Ty Montgomery, that's really what, they, what they've been lacking. Decent quarterback play or good quarterback play. And then some explosiveness. And you get those two. They've had the bulk, you know, obviously sending four offensive linemen to the NFL just this year on a freaking nine win team that no one even realized how good their line was. Well, that, that, that almost hurts him as well. Cause I'm like, dude, why are you in overtime with army? If you have four NFL offensive linemen, yeah, you should be a lot better. Yeah. These guys, can't why, why are you getting destroyed by some of these teams? By a 260 pound, 35, guard. nothing to Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Alabama put it on you in the bowl game. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, they're not physically, capable of banging with the Wisconsin types, they can Penn state and Michigan are at the exact same level to me. I think Penn state's got way better players. They have I think Saquon they have Barkley is better, better than players. anyone that's yeah. Better skill players. Yeah. I think Michigan has better big guys. Okay. That might be fair. And I think yeah. uh, Ohio state has the best of both of them. <laughs> so if Michigan could get or Penn state could get better blockers or Michigan could get some more skill yeah. guys, then they would be able to jump up and get Ohio state. But right now, Ohio state's got, got an edge. I got you. Well, if you're looking at the season preview, 
you know, of all the other teams we've done, you're wondering it's a bit, this one's going to be a bit different by the way. Obviously we learned, we're going to go game by game on the Michigan schedule, but in the division, because the big 10 and a bunch of the other conferences have now said they're only going to do conference games. So this is the first episode of us kind of uh, winging it, winging it here. Um, I'll tell you this, looking at this season, how do you see who's starting at quarterback for this team? I mean, go to your head. Who's starting at quarterback for this on team? game one. Yeah. Uh, McCaffrey. He's gotten more reps. Um, he's, I, I mean, I don't know a ton about Milton. I just feel like McCaffrey has been in the lineup for a couple of years now. I think Milton does appear to have more upside. Um, so assuming that one of these guys is going to transfer if they don't get the start this year, this is kind of a critical and weird situation for this competition to take place in. Uh, I mean, the future of the program really depends on who gets the start here. So maybe you go Milton because he's got the higher upside. Um, But that's got to be nervous. Only returning one of five offensive linemen. Now that the guy that do returns the stud at tackle Jalen Mayfield, they got the running back uh, from what, from everything I read says the running game is, is as good as it's ever been, even though I still don't think it's a dynamic running back. Yeah. Or, you know, they don't have a dynamic Charbonnet is not, he's still good. He's not Ezekiel he's Elliott. He's yeah. not Saquon Barkley, but, uh, and then you look at wide receiver, you got Nico Collins coming back. You got that guy, Ronnie bell. Um, I don't know the four offensive linemen, a new quarterback that scares me. That scares me a lot. Now I will say you luck up by not have to play at Washington because I was going to win money against you. They were <laughs> going to lose in Seattle. I, I feel so much better about that after the fact, after learning that they've had four of, you know, before I, I hadn't dove closely into Michigan. Yeah. So knowing that they would have had four offensive linemen starting their first game and a new quarterback That's against at, one of the best defensive in uh, Seattle. Yeah. Lines in the Especially, nation. Yeah. They would have, they would have lost that game. They may have. Uh, yeah, they may have going cross. We country. saw what happened when Harbaugh. I mean, granted that was just like first game, I believe as a coach when he, they had to go across the country to Utah against a similar, probably uh Pacific Island laden defensive line. Yeah. Um, they probably, probably gotten roughed up, but you're right. I even think Washington has more talent than Utah. Um, yeah. Defensively, they're going to be really good. Despite losing their top three tacklers. Um, Defensive backfield should be great. I mean, with Hawkins and, and Thomas coming back, even the D line should be good with Hutchison and, and Payne or Pay. Um, and then they have that that stud linebacker Cameron McCrone. I'm liking these uh these second generation offensive guys. Uh, who did the missions gotten a couple of them right? Who are we talking on the about? offensive like, line? Like McCaffrey? What are you talking about? Like, uh, was it Hutchison? Was his, uh, Steve Hutchison? Son? I think his dad was a, a Wolverine. Somewhat accurate. I think Brunyan, uh, Oh no, he definitely was. I don't know about Hutchison yeah. for sure. Right now we're seeing John Alt's son going to, uh, Notre Dame. Okay. Some, yeah, I'm digging that. Some bloodlines, second generation getting into college football. I'm digging that at the offensive line position. Okay. So we're going to go game by game through the conference. Uh, schedule and obviously there's going to be a game added to that because I think they said ten conference games. 
but we'll try to guess who they could be and, 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 and guess, you know, how the Michigan Wolverines will stack up going up against big 10 competition during this COVID 2020 college football season. This is the college experience breaking down the Michigan Wolverines. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. College experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. who was desperate enough to get in on some wagers on the Mario below one marble races. I know I was, we've been without sports so long that I certainly was, but this week we're in for a treat when three of the four major sports are back in action. That's MLB, NBA, and NHL. They've all resumed play. And with no fans in the stands, you better believe we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines over at my bookie. Plus my bookie just brought back the deposit match bonus. You can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll of yours. And the best part is when you roll with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win. They pay. There's a reason why I tell people to visit my bookie. That's because it's the only online sports book that asks the question for you and your friends actually want to put money on like is Giannis and the bucks a lock to make the finals in the East. Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi. Look, it's all great. Cause you're debating your buds but when you can actually throw cash on it, as opposed to just arguing for, 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 for the hell of it, you do this. And my bookie will have this bet for you, but truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action Two lines, prop bets, futures. My bookie's got them all. Trust me. This is the only place you want to be putting money down on this season over at my bookie join today and my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars just enter the promo code sgp when signing up remember at my bookie the terms are simple you bet you win they pay over at mybookie.ag we're also brought to you by DraftKings. the hits literally keep coming from one mma event to the next they grow in excitement and it's in anticipation and UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I mean, who's not going to take advantage of that, right? And it's really easy. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is an easy, easy play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap and pile up points for advances, takedowns and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to complete a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Come on. It's a no brainer. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. Don't you worry because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action. Plus, plus New this year, DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football. If you aren't familiar with best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. And uh, yeah, download the app DraftKings now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only. At DraftKings. 
We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to take advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action, then you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every single game and gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Look, I'm over on their website right now. I'm looking at this. Um, I got, I got, uh, I'm looking at the Clippers and the Nuggets. Nuggets are five point dogs, right? Nuggets are five point dogs. It's telling you we have the Denver Nuggets at plus three points, which is a minus two point difference from the current line. You should take the underdog according to BetQL. Gotta love this. And they give you a whole chart of why you should do this. This thing is fantastic. Make sure you go over to betql.co. Um, BetQL has sharp data for NBA, M- MLB, NHL. So if you want an inside edge or inside angle on who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sports books and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. So head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription over at BetQL. Check them out. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Can't beat that. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that is aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're back on the college experience talking Michigan Wolverine football. Patty C you're a Michigan Wolverine guy. Who's your all time favorite Michigan Wolverine. I mean, it's tough to go away from Charles Woodson. Um, just because Desmond was a little before my time. Obviously I saw the highlights. What about Mercury Hayes? I'm not a huge Mercury. I Hayes say fan. that for a reason. I know you say that, that. stupid hat you got on. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Uh, Scott Dreisbach in the corner. I remember that, uh, I was in Maryland somewhere watching that. I was. That's the closest I've come to crying watching a UVA football game. Well, I've cried many a time watching UVA football games, but uh, that was what's his name's first year, first game coaching. Lloyd Carr. Lloyd Carr. Great game. The following year, propelled them to a national championship. So that was a great 1996 game. opener. Watch that, all you Michigan fans. I believe maybe still Michigan's biggest comeback in uh, school history down 17, nothing. That was a great football game. Now. Okay. Look, the previous episodes we've gone through Heisman odds and win totals, but obviously the schedules changed because of the COVID virus. So I can't really talk about if you're going to bet the over or under until I have those numbers. In the meantime, we can talk about this, their schedule. Their conference schedule, which I believe will probably, re- I think it's going to remain the same. They're going to add a game. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, to and there was reports that they'd be adding the game on the backside of the schedule. I don't know if that's, I don't, that's not concrete yet. 
Well, I've, I've heard reports. It makes sense from a buying as much time as possible standpoint, which I think they're trying to do. Yes. Which means Saturday, September 26th. That means two more months for the numbers to go down. They get the C baseball MLB having rivalry week, not be the last game of the season though is a little odd, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I do. think this whole year's a little odd. Yeah. We, so that means let's just, let's just say Saturday, September 26th, first game of the season for the Wolverines. They're hosting the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. You want to talk about a horrible matchup for four offensive linemen to get their first start in a quarterback that could potentially get the, get his first start. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's about as bad as you can draw in aside from Ohio state. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you need a couple quarters at least to work out the kinks when you have that much. But dude, they had ball state and Arkansas state right before that, which would have been perfect leading up to this game. Yeah. Now I'm, I mean, do we favor Wisconsin? It's tempting. Jack Cohn is back over there. Jack Cohn, but they lose the running back. They Gord- lose Taylor. Not Gordon, but uh, uh, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, he's the same thing as Gordon. Let's be honest. They're all the same <laughs> thing. And they're going to have another one of them this year, probably. <laughs> so uh, I guess if you're being honest with yourself, even the thing is, Ann Arbor has been an advantage for Michigan. You know, when they go to no a, spring ball, no, nothing. I'm taking Wisconsin. Here's if I got, the thing. I do think that McCaffrey has been in a competitive, like setting with this borderline offense. starting position. I, and I love the Josh Gaddis of this. I, I think that's going to pay off. Yeah. I just don't know because of the, the what, what happened here. Yeah. I don't, well, it, it, this almost makes a different, uh, an interesting thing for Harbaugh here because uh, where if you're looking to win this year, you know, then maybe you start McCaffrey right off the top. But if you're looking like, Hey, this year's a throwaway, then maybe you do go Milton and, and get him the, get him the reps early on because I mean, it's pretty clear that Milton has a higher upside. He can run. He's not, doesn't have the straight line top speed that McCaffrey has, but he he's he's plenty agile. I mean, he's he he looks a lot like Cam Newton physically. I mean, that's high praise, obviously. But okay, well, I'm gonna say this: they're not gonna go two and zero. They got Wisconsin and Penn State in Ann Arbor to open up the season. They'd then. be lucky to go one on one. I agree. And and he they might be a dog in both games. Yeah. I'm gonna say one and one. I'll say that too. I don't know which game they're gonna win of those, but having both in Ann Arbor suggest that maybe they have enough to win one. All right. Then Saturday, October 10th, they get Mel Tucker who didn't get a spring ball. So I'm going to go ahead and say Michigan's going to win in Lansing. Yeah. The funny thing about this is like without spring ball for a new coach, when what otherwise would have been probably a decently tough game in East Lansing, I wouldn't be shocked if this one turned into an ass kicking by Michigan. I agree. Could, could, could definitely be that. I will say this though. I think they lose the following Saturday. Mm. They got to go to Minneapolis and flex got a bunch of talent back. He's got more stadium and get Bateman? burned down <laughs> is the question. That is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Will they be playing at a high school field? Yes. Um, I'm taking Minnesota to win that game. It's a lot of faith to give a coach. That's their two best offensive players are back. Yeah. I mean, what Fleck looks like he's doing, it looks legit. You don't expect him to take a step back. I don't think he ever has. And so 
assuming they're rowing the boat even faster this offseason. I actually think it might pay dividends that they, they have this COVID thing and, and, and the scheduling the way it is, they could be, I mean, they I think they the might benefit from it. Well, they just have like really good skill position players right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you. I think uh, Minnesota, like it's funny because with the preseason working for Michigan, I think I would have taken Michigan and and I think this game would have been tough, you know, but with a pretty short lead up to this, you know, and, and no real breaks. I anticipate Michigan probably still working out the kinks by this point. And you don't want to have to do that going into Minnesota. Now I will say this, it matters obviously in these road games, how many fans are showing up that this could also be the reason why Michigan starts out. Oh, and two, if there's no fans in the stands. Yeah, that's true. Not a huge home field. I wonder at what, at what capacity you get the six feet distance. Is that like twenty five percent, maybe thirty percent? I don't know. Yeah, forty. Pretty minimal. Then again, if your stadium's one hundred ten thousand, you're that's true. Benefits <laughs> probably benefits you about the the typical home crowd for a Wake Forest game there or something. Uh, uh yeah, I got them losing to Minnesota. Then homecoming against Purdue, who I think is going to be much improved this year. Um. I still think Michigan handles them. I don't think handles. I think it's a close game and they win. Give me Michigan as the win, but I'm saying like, let me push back on you. Michigan's recruiting classes over the past five years. Do this little exercise every time. Now, a lot of these guys from 2016 aren't there, but maybe a few are number eight for that class. Here's where it gets serious. 2017, five, Mm. 22, eight and 13. What was armies? Hey, you know what, buddy, <laughs> when Purdue starts running the triple option, come talk to me. No, when Purdue beats Ohio state by 20 points, which they did. Okay. Look, this is, uh, this is in Michigan. Rondell Moore is going to be the best this player on that in field. Ann Arbor. Rondell Moore is going to be the best player on that fucking field. And let me tell you something, Jeff Brown is a guy. I do trust to coach quarterbacks. Michigan gets the win, but give me 27 22. I can see it. Michigan gets the win. I can see that. They get a bye week and then they host the Maryland Terrapins, which pretty much are a one double A school. Right. <laughs> With five star talent everywhere. <laughs> or getting there. I'm taking Michigan by 30 in this game. Yeah. 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 Michigan. Michigan should. Should trounce them, especially with the bye week. Uh, assuming I, they- I'm wondering also if they throw in that 10th conference game where the bye week is. A good question. I mean, they could simply fill in the uh, bye week, but that you, wouldn't work well, for every team's schedule. Games. Um, well, another thing is who are they going to draw? Which what are the options? Iowa. Lots of questions that we don't have the answers. Iowa, to, Illinois, Northwestern, or Nebraska. I think either way from that group, they're going to get a W out of that game. Not if it's maybe, at Iowa. Maybe if it's at Iowa. I don't even know if at Nebraska if they get that dub. I think they do. We'll see what Frost is doing. But I weren't. like Martinez better than at least he's proven. Yeah. I mean, what's his name is proven enough to me that I would feel confident. I feel confident that McCaffrey, Dylan McCaffrey, will be as good as almost any quarterback Harbaugh's had at Michigan. Wow. Oh, well, that's not saying much. Exactly. You know I mean, but I feel like Martinez also could be a sleeper. Sleeper quarterback in college football. Fair. He's got some got some wheels. 
reminds me of Taylor Martinez. Okay, so that they beat Maryland by forty. Then they're at Rutgers, Easy beat win. them by forty. Home to Indiana, and they're not bad, man. And they, they catch them at a spot where I think they're going to be thinking Ohio State. Certainly could be looking ahead, but although if there's two to three earlier in the season losses, this game against Ohio State won't have. They're going to the lose at Ohio meeting. State. They will. So I'll, I'll give them the win against Indiana, but I, once again, 30, 31, 27, Michigan tread lightly. Watch out for the Hoosiers. I got them n- with not knowing who the 10th opponent is. Seven and two, maybe, maybe that Purdue circle. The Purdue game is a big one. Seven and two going into Ohio state. Wait, no, se- I'm sorry. Six and three. Six and three with the, with the fringe game, seven and three finish, man, that'd be tough. I got, I I don't, I don't know about seven and three finish. If it's at Iowa, I'm not taking Michigan, man. The six and four year for Michigan would be a disaster. You can't fire. I'm not going to be able to buy out his contract in the middle of COVID. I think you're sleeping on horrible. When's the last time he, when's the last time a virus hit a, hit a fucking team (laughs) where he lost four offensive linemen and his quarterback. You're, you're, you're taking a big shit on my guy. Six and four is out of the, out of the question. You're telling me you would take them to win at Iowa. They're not going to Iowa. They might. Well, I'm well, let's see. Here's it's 25% chance, right? Here's an interesting thing. They do have uh, five home games and four road games. So you're right. They're that going away, wherever they're going it away, is. wherever that last one will be. That is a 25% chance to get Iowa. So there you go, folks. I even think of it. I even think of it as Nebraska. Watch out. Maybe either way. I give if it's them. Northwestern, I give them it. If it's Illinois, I give them it. Either way. Illinois played them tough last year. It's not going to be Illinois because they played at Illinois last year. Mm. Interesting. I bet you it's Northwestern. Seven and three sounds like a safe bet for them. I I gotta see that other opponent, but I got them at at uh, what six and three. So monitor that schedule before you bet. And uh, this is Michigan Wolverine football. We're talking. I want them to, to to come back to the promised land. I know I sound like a hater here. Well, Joe I just Milton, don't believe yet. Joe Milton might have three years of Cam Newton left in. The, I mean, he wouldn't stay for three. Years. I haven't seen a good player like a like an offensive player that said you said holy shit at Michigan since the nineties. Well, I I will say that from a physical standpoint, I said that about Braylon Edwards. When I saw him, I, I will say Braylon Edwards, what was he? 2000, early 2000s, 2004 or something like that. He did jump off screen to me. Actually. Milton, so I'm lying. I'm lying. He did. Yeah. yeah. Milton jumps off screen like that. I don't know if you had the chance to watch a ton of tape on him, but uh, they, they said, you know, obviously the white guy you're going to, but McCaffrey, obviously in their blood, they can fly. So, and they're gamers and they're gamers. So, yeah. I am I would be very confident with Christian McCaffrey to get them to at least where they've been and probably a little higher, maybe even uh, knocking on the door of the playoffs. But um, Milton, we, does that mean we have playoffs this year? We better have playoff and we better have a big playoff this year. And uh, for you, Michigan fans that are interested, Colby has a stance on Notre Dame uh, that we'll get to here in a oh, yeah. couple podcasts. Oh yeah. Um, so listen in, you know, but we have a different take on that. And since you Michigan fans all hate Notre Dame, I figure you'll want to listen in on that too. Well, just for fun. Fast friends. We'll be fast friends. This is the college experience. Patty C any. Oh, first off, follow Patty C on Twitter at P 
Patty C831. You can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D. We are still affiliated with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, so you can find them on Twitter at the SGP Network. And we are the College Experience. We have our own feed on all platforms, so search the College Experience. Subscribe. We're previewing all 130 football teams, college football teams, D1. So check it out. Um, obviously, this year's crazy. Please, we'd appreciate to uh, sharing that thing. You got some Michigan fans you're your friends with, or you went to Michigan, drop that thing in a forum, drop it in a chat, drop it on your Facebook. We'd appreciate it. We sure would. Patty C, any last words you want to say about the Wolverines? Roy Roundtree was the guy that uh, was somewhat impressive at wide receiver for Michigan, but not enough not, that I even remember him. Yeah, not not a true. I mean, NFL the name talent. sounds familiar, but I couldn't drop. He was I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. When you saw him on the field running, you'd be like, okay, that's that guy's a little bit better than most Ty of Streets. <laughs> His name. Stan, what was he a nineties receiver for them? I think early two thousands or late nineties. Gotcha. It's been a while, Michigan, get the talent back up, go back into Cleveland. I know you guys don't want to go South of the border for it, but you gotta go get it. Look, go blue. The college experience supports you. That's what we got to say. He's Patty C. I'm Colby Dan, AKA pick Dundee. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we have. It.